He may be well-known to Boston College fans, but what does Zay Flowers need to do to jump up to the national level? We're going to get into that and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Thank you all for listening. Today's episode is all about Zay. Boston College's speedy, explosive wide receiver in his final year now with the Eagles. Now, I think most people know his story, but I'll give you a quick recap. He came here under Steve Adazio in 2019. That was the year that he... Uh, was used primarily as an end-around guy, a misdirection type of wide receiver, something he joked about in 2020 when Boston College brought in Jeff Halfley as their new head coach. Now, 2020 was a revelation for Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers went up to 56 receptions for 892 yards and nine touchdowns, and he looked every bit the part of one of the best wide receivers in the ACC. But 2021... It was a down season for him because it's not his own fault. Dennis Grossell just couldn't get him the ball, and a hurt Phil Dracovic couldn't get him the ball. And he finished with lower numbers with only 44 receptions for 746 yards. But Flowers is back, and it was a a, a very newsworthy offseason for Flowers, who, A, decided not to go to the NFL already. I mean, he could have gone. He probably would have been a little bit in the middle round draft pick after the 2021 season. But also, the biggest story revolving around Zay had to do with the NIL deal that was apparently offered to him from a couple different schools that were reportedly in the range of six figures. You know, we've heard the the, the number 600,000 around, and he said he wanted to stay at Boston College because his education and finishing his degree was worth more than a six-figure NIL deal. Now, he's back, and I think a lot of Boston College fans are really excited to see him back because... He has shown over the last few months that he's everything that Boston College, you know, uh, exemplifies in their in their students. He is all about the school. He's about his 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 teammates and the program, and he's he's shown that he is a high character guy. Now, we're gonna look at the season. We're gonna look about Zay. What what the first segment? What does he need to do to get into that upper echelon of wide receivers? Because when the All ACC list came out, he was third on the list. But I saw David Hale, uh, you know, I think it was like Athlon Sports. There was a whole bunch of different publications that either said he didn't deserve to be in the top, or they didn't put him in his top in the top of their list. So he's still kind of in the mix here. But you know, as Boston College fans can attest, you watch him, you know he's one of the best out there. You see what he can do when he has a quarterback that can throw him the ball. So. As a wide receiver this year, Jeff Halfley has said, he said it during ACC Media Day, they need to get the ball to Zay more often. And they're going to figure out ways to get him more active in the offense. You can't just, for for Zay, I think one of the biggest things that they're going to have to to move away from is Dracovic's tendency to seemingly go for a home run every time he throws the ball to, to Zay Flowers. Because, you know, the last couple of years, he's made those plays. I think back to that first game against Duke in 2020, where Zay just ran right past the secondary 
and Dracovic hit him in stride, and it was an easy touchdown pass and catch. Those types of plays are great, and of course you want those in your arsenal. But I think what Halfley's saying is they need to let Zay do what we saw last year in that Wake Forest game, that infamous play against Wake Forest where Phil Dracovic unloaded on a um, opposing Wake Forest defender, and Zay juked out I, probably the entire defense on his way to a called back touchdown. You saw there that you don't have to go 30 yards down the field through the air to get the ball to Zay. You can do the small stuff. You can get him you know, with slants, with screen passes, with short outs, whatever you need to do just to make sure you get the ball in his hands. And doing that will get him more touches. But in the meantime, that's the kind of stuff that scouts eat up, right? They want to see a well-rounded quarterback. I mean, a well-rounded quarterback, yeah, they want to see for Djokovic, but they also want to see a well-rounded wide receiver, a guy that you can do a variety of different things, and he can he's successful at it. Because, yeah, you can get you can get wide receivers like, I'm just thinking like, uh, I don't want to say Percy Harvin, but a guy that you can just kind of, you know, Devin Hester, for instance. When you threw Devin Hester into a game, uh, you know, he's not going to do a ton, but you could you could have him scorched down the field if you want to on on uh, as a wide receiver. It's not that effective, but, it, you know, when you're playing against NFL-level defensive backs, Zay needs that that polishing here, and I think this is the year he can do that. Get him the ball short, get the ball to him, let him do things with his legs, and showcase that he is a well-wounded wide receiver, because I think he is. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he can do, because, you know, you talk to Zay, and over the last couple of years, he's talked about how he wants to work on being able to get off the line. And you've seen that uh, improvement over the years. He doesn't get jammed up very much. But you want to see him continue to do things like that, to do things in the in the pass-catching realm. I think those are some really interesting things that John McNulty can add to this offense because what's the one thing that Jeff Halfley has brought up about this offense over and over again since um, John uh, John McNulty took over is that he's going to add some wrinkles to this group that it's no longer this very, uh, you want to call it vanilla. You can call it vanilla uh, system that Frank Signetti had that pro style offense where there wasn't much in terms of the college stuff because yeah, it's, it's great to, to get guys ready for the pros and, and do more of those types of, of us, uh, you know, packages, but you want to add in some wrinkles too, right? When you got a guy like J- J- like like Zay Flowers and even guys like Z- Xavier Coleman, I talked about him a little bit, where you can move them around and do some gadgety type of things, you need to add that to your offense. And I think that's what Halfley's kind of alluding to when he says that he wants the offense to have more multidimensional aspects to it. And Zay, and that also just kind of it connects that piece to what Zay is going to do for this offense, right? You need to get him the ball, so you're going to have to... You can't just do standard things over and over and over again with him and expect it to work. You need to fix some things, add some things, move him around, uh, try different ways to get him the ball. I think if you do that, and I think Mitch Wolf said that he expects him to get somewhere in the 80 to 90 catch range this year. If he can do that, if he can get that many catches, then we're talking about Zay's as a first team all ACC. And we're not even just talking about all ACC. I know it's a bit of a stretch because there's so many teams and who the heck knows who's going to jump up. But if he has that kind of output, 80 to 90 catches, 
you know, to 10 plus touchdowns. You're talking all American at this point. And you're talking about Zay Flowers rising up to, you know, early second round, possibly end of first round draft pick. And there's been mock drafts that had him go that high. It's just going to be how he performs out there and show puts film out that showcases what he can do. And of course, you do all that, Boston College is going to be winning some games. I'm telling you that right now. Now, in our second segment about Zay, was again, this episode is all about Zay. We're going to go to special teams and a controversial topic about Zay Flowers. I'm going to give you my perspective on that in just a moment. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they've got you covered. Head to BetOnline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more about the actions happening online. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, this is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. This is this show is dedicated to, uh, we're talking all about Zay Flowers, an episode just to one player. And I don't know if I've done this on this show before. But if you're enjoying this podcast and if you made Locked On Boston College your first listen every morning, I want to thank each and every one of you. I get great messages and feedback from some of you and, you know, um, questions for the mailbag, all that good stuff. Thank you. Give us a five-star review wherever you get listen to your podcast. It helps us get up the, the charts so people can find us. And more importantly, even if you don't listen on YouTube, just go to YouTube.com, look up Locked On Boston College, and hit subscribe. And then you can either, like if you're at work, you can listen to the podcast as you're doing work on, on YouTube. It helps a lot. YouTube is where a lot of folks are, and I want to be able to get out there to more Boston College fans. So even if you're not a big-time YouTube user, just subscribing will help a ton. There's also a, a crazy comment section in there. I don't know where these people have found me, but you can hear all about p- different folks' views on BC and all that good stuff. There's some great, there's some great content in there too. So if, check it out. Go to Locked On Boston College on YouTube. All right. So Zay Flowers here. We're talking about BC's dynamic wide receiver. And one of the things that Jeff Halfley brought up during his ACC Media Day uh, comments was when he was saying that, that Zay needs to get more touches, they need to get him more involved, is that they're considering using him on special teams. Now, for many folks, there's a, there's a, this is a double-edged sword here. The, on one side, yeah, you got a guy like Zay Flowers, and on some of those punts with a little space, he is going to be electric. And I don't want to like compare him to anyone, but you think back to guys, I, I mentioned Devin Hester, but that kind of speed. And I don't know how he would look on punt returns, but if he can give you that kind of ability to flip the field to get you in good field position, that's a big factor to add in. And no offense to the guys they've had in the past, but like when you put Zay Flowers back there, if that's what he's going to do, if he's going to become one of the leading punt returners in the ACC, that's a that's that's big. That's a big thing for the Eagles. So that's on one side of the of the coin. The other side, and this more dark side here, is the fear of Zay Flowers getting injured, because punt returners get clobbered a lot. And you know we saw last year with Phil Dracovic how devastating it can be if you lose a star player to the rest of your season. And why would you want to put your star player in one of the most dangerous roles on the field? Well, I think you can make an argument for both. Where do I stand on this? I am on 
I, I am on on the side of you don't play scared. I, you know, injuries are part of football. You have to teach Zay because it's his call out there whether he touches the ball or calls fair catch. You need to have him be reliable enough that he's not going to go try to take it, take a punt when there's a guy running right at him and he's going to get clobbered. Right? You want to make sure that if he does this, that he's in the best position to stay healthy because you can't guarantee anything on the field. I mean, your punter could go out there and, and tear an ACL on just a punt, right? It happens all the time in football. You can't play scared because if you play scared, you lose games. And yeah, you don't want to lose Zay Flowers, but if he helps you win games doing this, you do it. You take that risk because you're going to you need to throw as a team like Boston College you need to throw everything, the entire kitchen sink out there to try to win some of these games. You need to put yourself in the best position in all three modes. People forget about special teams, but all that you need to see is a guy that shanks 15 field goals and you understand why special teams is so important. But you need to win in all three phases of this game. Coaches say that all the time. And Zay Flowers is that big of a difference maker. Yeah, you might have other guys out there but Zay's been on this team for four years now. I trust that he knows what to do. I trust he seems like he knows he's a good decision maker. He knows what he's going to do. Would you rather have him back there who knows, who seems to know what he's doing or a younger guy who could kind of mess things up? I'm going to go with Zay Flowers. I like his ability. I like I, I am I am tantalized by the ability of, of Zay to to, to to put 15, 20 yards on some punt returns to get Phil Dracovic in good field position every time he touches the ball. That, to me, seems like a no-brainer to me. And, yes, I'm going to lean on that. I'm going to say Zay needs to be a punt returner. He needs to... Uh, he, you need to not play scared. Because you... And the other piece is, I don't know what the new guys are going to look like, what you have with, you know, Joseph Griffin or even some of the younger guys like Dante Reynolds or Lewis Bond. But you, you have some good depth at wide receiver if something catastrophic was to happen. But again, you play for the present. You play to win. And that's what you have to do if that's what you want. So for me, Zay Flowers, he's gotta be a he's gotta be the punt returner for Boston College in twenty twenty two. In our final segment, I'm gonna talk about why Zay again, I, this is so fun. I love just talking about one player for twenty minutes straight, right? I'm gonna talk about why Zay is so beneficial for everybody on the roster around him and why he is such a difference maker and, and a player that Boston College has never had before. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black here. So we're, the show is all about Zay. And I hope you've enjoyed our little talk about BC's under-recruited. I, I still look back and go, how did how did the SEC let him get out, out of Florida? This kid's from Flor- Fort Lauderdale. I know he had an offer from South Carolina. I remember hearing Steve Adazio talking about that. But how he got out of the SEC territory without them finding out that this kid could do what he can do is pretty impressive. I mean, credit to Adazio. You know, you got to give credit to Adazio here and there when he does the right thing. Now, we talked about what he needs to do to become a elite wide receiver in the ACC this year to, you know, get above just very good to elite we talked about what he needs, if he should be a punt returner or not. I told you I'm pro for that. And then finally, Zay, what is it about him 
that makes defenses, you know, it makes it tougher on defenses and make it makes everything easier around him for his other teammates. So I saw a um, so I'm the new publisher for Eagle Insider. And part of Eagle Insider is we have a message board. If you want to join it, it's totally free. There's some we've got like a couple hundred, like almost a thousand um, subscribed commenters on there. Tons of them are on there all the time, and you t- they're just talking about BC stuff, and they bring up things, and you know that you can read the boards for you know two four seven is a uh, nationwide uh, network of sites. So there's a Rutgers site. And the Rutgers folks are just like, oh yeah, just gonna throw one. I want our best cover cover corner on Zay Flowers. Now do it. Now if if Greg Schiano is dumb enough to just throw one cornerback on Zay Flowers the entire game, BC's gonna win by twenty one points because you have to do lots of things to stop Zay Flowers. You yeah, you could probably put a good cornerback on him, but eventually Zay's gonna get his catches. You, you, if it's just one-on-one, Zay's going to get his catches and he's going to cause damage. It's just the way it is. You have to, when you're covering Zay, you need to bracket over a safety. You need to double him up. You need to be really physical off the line. You've got to really, in, 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 in the grand scheme of things, shift your entire focus of your defense on Zay Flowers so he doesn't torch you. Now, when you do that, when a defense has to shift over their, their focus... That opens up a million different things for this offense. Whether whether that is Jalen Gill now gets um, more beneficial um, coverage schemes, where he, you know maybe there's a, a defensive back that's not as great covering a Jalen Gill, who's good. Jalen Gill can cause damage just like Zay Flowers can, and he he's gonna he's not gonna gain the attention that Zay Flowers does. But if they're covering over there. There's gonna be less. There's gonna be less deep because there's gonna be a safety on Zay. There's gonna be all these holes open that will get guys like Gill, Jaden Williams, Taji Johnson. All, you name the wide receivers. They're gonna find more uh, open areas on the field because there's gonna be such a focus on Zay. In addition, because of this, you're gonna get the running game going as well. Now the 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 defenses are not going to be able to go heavy in the box. Now, last year, they they could throw... You, if you watched any game film from 2021 and it was like, oh, this is easy. This is how you defend Zay. You're an idiot. Because Zay couldn't, had no quarterback that could get him the ball, basically, right? We've had Dennis Grossell on the show before, and he just struggled with the deep ball. So defenses could just basically do whatever they wanted to Zay Flowers because there was just no one who could get him the ball. Now that you have Djokovic, who has an arm that can do that, you have more options here. And we didn't even get to see that in the Wake Forest game because he, again, was hurt with the hand and was sick with the flu. You saw At Florida State, he was still hurt. You didn't get a complete Zay Flowers, Phil Djokovic game at the end of the season. But if the two of them stay healthy, what this does is the offense can now have holes to run the ball. And when you have a offensive line that is struggling, you can't go heavy in the box to stop the run. And that's going to relieve pressure on the offensive line because they're going to have to put extra defenders out there to cover the passing game. Now they can't just have the safeties cheating up in the box, which puts pressures on the offensive line, which causes problems on the offense. So there's a whole bunch of different inter- 
mingling factors here that Zay Flowers causes that allows Boston College's offense to be so dynamic. Which, when we go back to our second segment of, then why would you put him as a punt returner? I say again, I don't. you can't play scared. You can't play scared. You have one more season left with Zay Flowers. You strap a rocket ship to this kid, and you fly him as far as you can. Because he was good enough to come back to Boston College and not go to the NFL, not to go to another team. I am sure he wants the ball as much as he can get it. So if you can get him in the punt return, you can get him on the ball out in the field. You do that every single game. Now, that being said, there are factors you do want to consider that will keep him healthy. If you're beating Maine at halftime 28-0, Zay Flowers better not be playing that second half. If you're beating UConn on the road in Hartford, you know, by four touchdowns, you don't play Zay Flowers in the second half. You hear what I'm saying here, right? So be smart about using him, but use him as much as you can. Good teams can find ways to get their stars the ball as much as possible because it turn, it can change games. It can make defenses on their toes, make mistakes, and really allow other players on your squad, like Pat Garwo, Jalen Gill, even Phil Dracovic. Phil Dracovic might be able to find more open running room like we saw against Georgia Tech. When that happens, your offense explodes. So Zay Flowers... I think he's going to be, you know, going into the season, I think everyone was going to be saying that Phil Dracovic was the most exciting player that they were looking for. But to hear Zay Flowers say that he wants to be known as a BC man, that he came here after getting offered money, he's going to be the favorite of every Boston College player that knows his story. Because he is that, he bleeds maroon and gold. You can tell when he talks about it. And so I think, as we just said, there's three reasons here why Zay Flowers is going to have a massive year for Boston College, and I can't wait. But football is just one month away from today. One month from today, we have kickoff against Rutgers at noon at Alumni Stadium. I cannot wait. We're going to get closer to that game. We'll talk to Rutgers writers. We're going to get into everything about the Scarlet Knights. We'll have Mitch on again. We'll get into everything in between. Thank you all for listening. If you want to, follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care.